Yes, guys, here we go. This is the Ryder Cup summary on the podcast, season three, episode 33. Yes. This is the Back Nine Pod. Now, we have got so much to talk about because we've got the Rory debate, not wearing your hat, <laughs> not wearing your hat gate. debate. Uh, we've got Wedding Gate. We've got yeah. um, I'm Not Getting Paid Gate, Netflix Gate. We've got I'm Changing My Equipment Gate. We've got Rory and Team Europe, just are the Don Gate. Um, we've got, <laughs> we've got Team got, USA. We don't on. like each other. Gate. <laughs> we've got Making Money Moves <laughs> Gate. Have you seen that, by the way, Brooks Kepka? No, what's that? Posted a picture. Oh, of them all wearing it. Wearing yeah, Smash that is so it was I really thought about this the day, by the way, because if you think about this, if any player didn't want to go to live golf because he wanted to play Ryder Cup, you can go now. We've got two years. So you've got. It was, I think it's obviously a bit like having a joke, but there's Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, Max Homer, and Xander Schofle yeah. all wearing Smash Golf Club t-shirts. So let's see where that one goes. Good aid banter, by the way. Good aid banter. <laughs> yes. So quick introduction section to this because we always do it talk about golf that we played um and then we do chopper of the week so if you're new here we have a few sections do a bit of an intro chopper of the week tour trash talk which will be full-on rider cup because it was absolutely mega and then we do tech talk around january time because that's when all the new tech comes out and tip of the week so i played golf yesterday how'd you play uh do you know what i play i would have played a lot better um, it's hard being on your phone and things like that, but some things are more important than golf. I started with a birdie, pured it down the middle. Was first, it was like a bit of an event, bit of a competition. Had Thirty-two points though. I still have thirty-two points. Yeah, I um, that mean all, pured all, it down the middle off the first. All jokes aside, you getting thirty-two points saying you played okay is better than what you okay used to be. Oh yeah, big time. We're talking big eighteen time. points wasn't okay. Yeah, ex- well, exactly. <laughs> um, One point a hole. <laughs> so, and also I, ha- I have to mention this because I said I would. Um, I played with a guy who follows the podcast, Cal, Callum. He follows the podcast. He messaged me last week about how he's enjoying it. So we appreciate that, mate. Thank you for the feedback. But we played with him and he's a good golfer. He plays off about six. Um, and he played one of the purest hybrid shots I've what? ever seen on 10 at Dunham Forest. So it's par five, mm-hmm. bunkers left and right. We both, we, we were like driving, striping it all day. We we were within, you throw a blanket over him, right? I went five iron, wrong club really, probably should have gone four, was in the bunker short, pured it, but was in the bunker short. He took hybrid, which I assume is like his four, four hybrid, um, and he stood there, right, and he goes, yeah, so it's probably, like we were talking, right, and he was like, probably probably a weaker one of these, like soft one, cut it into the flag, and that's the first time, right, other than like playing with you or playing with Tom, where someone's talked through a shot and done it, and mate, he hit this this hybrid, right? No word of a lie. I think I pinged it at about one nine five two hundred yards, and he hit it to about two and a half feet. Did he make eagle? He made eagle, mate. I was like, oh, that is the first time that I've obviously I've played with people and they've said I want to do this, but he literally to a T. He avoided the bunkers. He cut it into the hole. I was like, mate. So I said I'd mention it. So there you go, Cal. There's your mention. There you Unbelievable. What clubs does Cal use? He's like TaylorMade Dan. And he uses all TaylorMade. No, he's not. He's got... He has a ping driver and he's got... He has got TaylorMade irons. P790 irons. So, um, but yeah. I've got another story for you here. Hey, Dave. So well, this is this is chopper of the week, this, isn't it? No, it's two stories, yeah, actually. Two stories? Sorry. When I picked him up for his lesson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he told me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was really trying to He said he had it the wrong way around as well. So um, I, can't, I got my phone here. So you, you obviously sort of look through one, don't you, like this sometimes? Like, you look through one. He had it one way around, like a pair of binoculars, like this. I was like, what the fucking hell is going on here? Brilliant. Also, so I said to Dave at the start of the lesson, like, why don't we get 99 out at the start? So I thought, okay, he's got 99 out. Didn't take two things of it because he didn't look, like, particularly long. <laughs> About three quarters of the way through, say, Dave, right, come on, let's change club here. He only had six iron, not nine. So you've been using six iron for the whole. That is a chopper moment, that. Pulling six iron out when you think you're pulling nine iron out. Bloody hell, lad. What is going on there? Yeah. Yeah, well. Range finder, Dave. Range finder, Dave. Could, could, be turning, could be turning to chopper, Dave, at this rate. Bloody hell, man. Come on. So, anyway, anyway. Dave gets enough battering on this podcast for his yeah. rain, rain finder gate. But to pull out a, to pull <laughs> out a, nine, thing a six iron... First thing he said nine. to him is, well, did he not sell batteries in there? <laughs> <laughs> to, to pull out a, a nine iron think is a six iron is a classic. It's very, very good. It's, it's a, I almost thought he said it as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, let's move on because we want to talk Ryder Cup. But before we do, right, I saw this post and I think it's a brilliant one to react to, okay? So, obviously, this is all around the Ryder Cup. Match play gamesmanship tricks to throw off your opponent. Okay. Okay. So, first thing I'd say is, do you think this is all in the spirit of the game? What? Have a little tricks? Little few different tricks. Well, I'll ask you the question in when we went to Gran Canaria. Dirty, dirty Me? tactics from you and Leach. Me? Dirty Me? tactics. Dirty. Like, like what? What did I can't do? Can't remember, but they were dirty. Exactly nothing. Um, <laughs> you got brave on the first day, giving it big ones after well, you. No, win. actually, my partner was very wise and <laughs> yeah. said, "Don't wind them up too much because if when they do beat us, we won't hear the neck of it." So we, we, I was thinking, I was getting the speaker out playing. We are the champions, but Carl refrained me from doing it. Um, so, uh, do I think it's the spirit of the game? I've not told you any of them yet. Um, I'm going to say controversially, yes, I think some of them are. I think... Because, like, it, it's just, it's that whole thing of, okay, usually you're playing the course. Yeah. Now you're playing the individual. It's like... I, I, it sounds really bad, this, what I'm about to say. But, like, for example, like, I remember I used to play a, a, a match play and I'd, like, heal it. I'd, I'd say I'd rip a driver down the middle. Yeah. Oh, healed that. Do you know what's Didn't bad? Get it. Do you know what's bad? Didn't get it. I did that yesterday. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> then I get get down there, and then obviously, if I hit a really good one compared to that person who's playing, I yeah. knew I, I'd only say this if I knew at the locker. I'm like twenty yards ahead. Yeah, and they added that I did the same thing yesterday. Look who he is. Yeah, mate. Or another one that I did, That's and bad. this is horrible. This is really horrible. I did this in the Dunham, Dunham actually, where you played. Yeah. I did this in the finals day for um, Bramall Golf Club. We had like a, it's called the uh, Dunham Trophy. Big, yeah. big like match play thing, handicap thing. So you do it in reverse order and you sort of go out and handicap. And uh, remember, and this is on the 18th. And we'd get, me and this guy had been neck and neck all day. And we were all squared going down the last. So like, I think a half like got us the win. And anyway, so we walked down the fairway, both hit. And I got to the balls first. I sort of stomped ahead of there. I just stand by it, but but, but close <laughs> right, enough. I've heard this one. But close enough for him to think it was my ball. Yeah. But not close enough. But not close enough to be like off put him. Yeah. Um. He just stood there. Just stood there, and he goes, "Oh, what are you do, mate? Oh, it's not my ball." 
I'm up there, mate. <laughs> Brilliant. Horrible, horrible. But like when I say close, I was at least five, five, yeah. six, seven yards away. You could have easily got your trolley and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you've, but you've, you've got in his head there, basically, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. <clears throat> Got the half. Death. And you know what's mad? You saying that about healing it. I did. I was doing that yesterday. But, Obviously, it was a joke, but I was like, yeah, healed it. Healed it. it. It's not even match play, Josh. <laughs> but just to sort of, um, the golfing gods bit me back. I was in a divot. Oh, no. <laughs> I was up there in a divot. Oh, great. Cheers. Yeah, all right. That one back there. Right. So let me throw a few of these at you. So the, so it says, match play gamesmanship tricks to throw your, throw your opponent off. It says, chat up the introvert. Ghost the talker. So, so like that's basically saying no, no. So you're saying you're playing match play. Yeah, but in a four ball. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, maybe right. you. Yeah. If it, it's saying if you if you're not if you're not a talker if you did quiet Chat. talk 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 if, at you if you are and a if talker. you are a talker don't say a word. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I they get they get worse. Yeah. Make them put short ones early. Yeah, hundred percent always. Yeah. Well, like we John saw Ram, John Ram did that to Scotty Sheffield. Hundred percent. Oh, especially him. He can't bring it. Well, he can't put better than me, but in general. But he can't. Um, this one. Be the first to yell four. Now, if I wang one and someone behind me shouts four, that roused me right up. It's my I hit it. Let me shout. I have to say, I do that. I know you do. Yeah. And you, you're really bad at. Really bad at talking to people's golf balls. Yeah. And you're the one that says, I don't draw to my golf ball. You're terrible yeah, at it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> Um No, but I mean, I, I, I would, I, and you know what I'd do? If it was going near them and they shouted for quietly, I'd give it. Yeah. you give it bigger. Full 10 decibels higher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's maintain confident and collective body language, an obvious one. And then the final one, speed them up or slow them down. Oh, yeah, 100%. So that is so. There's some there's some tips you play match play. I I reckon so. Bit of dirt, dirty tactics. I remember playing actually it was my godfather, Gareth Bradley, good player at the golf club, and I played him in like the scratch match play semi final or something, and he played so slow, but on purpose. And he yeah. talked to me like trying to get him ahead and like, oh, we're doing this. You choke, work on your technique, and you. And like in the time yeah. you like, I was only like sort of fifteen. Yeah. I think so it, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then looking back at it, I'm thinking, you freaking swine! <laughs> but you're godson, and you're still trying to do me out of it. Yeah. So there's some. Uh, well, we saw, we saw some, some not those tactics, but some tactics didn't we over the well, weekend? Mate, hundred percent. Like that's what it's about, though, isn't it? Too right. It's it's team golf. It's about it's about challenging. Obviously, because like you said, you're normally just playing the golf course, aren't you? You're mm. playing yourself, beat yourself. Obviously, you're playing against the leaderboard, but you play your best golf. You score the you're best. playing the course, aren't you? Exactly. Like, I, I this, could make a four or make a fat bogey, but you make a double, I win the hole. You still you don't think hole. about the exactly. bogey. You just, you just make a You're score. playing the other person. Yeah. Now, firstly, thing I, first thing I want to say is, <clears throat> this is probably, I've, what, we've been doing this for what? Three years? Two and a half, three years. Two and a half, three years. Every so, single bloody... Well, not quite every week. We do have day, we do have weeks off, so we week can't off. claim to be every week. But no. we are, we are a enough. lot. Um, um, so this is a good point just to say, guys, if you are enjoying this pod, please do pass the pod. Yes. And um, we're just um, two mank lads bringing you up to date with the golf news in a very funny way, hopefully. Hopefully so. So this, this rider cup for me is probably one of the best golfing, if not sporting, events that I've watched. And I think that was for a number of reasons. A, because I was fully invested mm-hmm. in it. There's been times before where 
like when I was younger, where yeah, I like golf, but I wasn't as invested as I am now. Uh, with all this going, well, you on. did the research, the pod, don't you, mate? So you got to be invested. Exactly, that I, is legitimately that the reason why I watched what, what he told uh, his better half. Yes, correct. That um, don't he said Sunday right, right now. Sunday, you can picture it. Josh and Lauren are expecting, so Josh was probably got some jobs to do to prepare stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Lauren, got to do some research. I've got to get this right for the pod, right? Not wrong. <laughs> hey, I I got up at six o'clock Friday morning, sat on the sofa. Six o'clock Saturday morning, sat on the sofa, and then obviously it was the latest start. I mean, I watched it from start to finish, pretty much. Um, so yeah, the, uh, one of the best, and I think it's for a number of reasons. Fans were brilliant. I think the golf course was spot on. It was yeah, the golf course getting slagged oh, off. Pretty, it pretty was tournament. brilliant. And the reason why I think it was brilliant because you had a mix of everything. You had the the rough, so the jeopardy of being slightly off the fairway was fine because it was short. A yard further, it's thick and horrible, but still quite short, but thick. After that, it's dead. So they were wanging, if they were wanging it, they were hoping they were wanging it way right or way left to, to stay out of it. I think the golf course was spot on because, because of that. I think the fact of it, the mixture of short par threes, long par threes, short par fours, drivable yeah. par fours. More golf courses need to have more drivable par fours. 100%. Unbelievable. You, you know what I loved? And, and Nick Faldo got a little bit upset. Did you hear on this? The bit on the last where Shane Lowry had that put. Yeah. Man, I, it's taking me back in time. It's like I'm watching that um, the greatest game I've ever played. Yeah. The fans are literally on the Around 18th the green. green. Mega. Man, you, you never get that at any other sporting event. Honestly, no. I was watching it thinking, freaking hell, I'm proud to, proud to play golf. Because look at that there. Yeah. You couldn't you get, get that anywhere, anywhere else. else. No, you don't right. get it. Don't you else. couldn't even get that rugby. No. The fact that they were literally they could have spat on the green they were that close. Yeah. I thought it was one of the I mean, if you've not seen that, just put it like put 18th green, Shane Larry, Ryder Cup, Sunday. You'll get that that picture because They all come running down the ferry, yeah. didn't they? But it's just the, the, the way it was encapsulated, it was just unreal. No one tried to get through. No. No one tried to barge through and get on the green. They were having a swim. I just thought, you know what, that is unreal watching it. And I can understand like Nick Fowler just sort of living his memories yeah. of and that was what happened like yeah. and uh, do you know what yeah it was it was it was it, for me it was nearly as good as the tiger moment when he won tour champs like yeah. did yeah. shed a tear then did shed a tear when he won the masters so got close to shedding the tear watching that it was it was very good so question two is like do you reckon it was bigger than a super bowl <sighs> so it's hard isn't it because you, you you'd look at the numbers and i don't know i don't know what the You're numbers would be numbers like probably say it. no yeah i'm guessing I just, I just think as a spectacle the whole thing was just unbelievable like for me i i watch super bowl most years and i have done for a long time i watch obviously big football fan watch is our resident League. resident uh um sports well I, I was gonna say you were gonna give me some american banner then weren't you <laughs> he's our resident researcher resident researcher and uh, american geek <laughs> yeah maybe I like american <laughs> ask sport. him any sport american sport josh has got who's played who's the quarterback who's the best player and their record all etched in this brain it's a shame it's full of that and not other stuff but well it's, fair. it's a very good skill it is so i would i would put it up there for me just because of, I think it's more because of how invested I was. I think what I think helped that was the drama mm. of it all. Um, but we're going to go through the through it day by day. But f- the one thing I want to say is no review is it was an absolute demolition job. Must want it from the start. start from the start, and that's why I think Europe did so well is because they set out from the first hole. We're going to leather you. Yeah, like well, for, for up on the first morning, I was doing some work last. I was down at Forest of Arden on the Friday, 
and we saw it go off and, and we, we, we sort of had a coffee break and we're like, yeah. Sorry? Yeah. What? Unbelievable. So, as I said, it was 4-0 after the foursomes and they set the tone early and something that I didn't realise and we didn't talk about this last week is they changed, Luke Donald changed the format around. So he chose to do foursomes first. I didn't realise they could do that. Apparently last year the Americans did four but Last time the Americans did four balls first and foursomes it's in the, the afternoon. Host, the hosts get to choose. Yeah. So Luke Donald chose to do foursomes first, which is a <laughs> masterstroke because, and this came very, very evident very, very quickly, foursomes is the most... The most it, it that is team golf in its in its epitome for me because you literally are playing the same golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you are playing as a team. Yeah. yeah, four ball. Yeah, it's team golf, but you're playing your own golf ball. I've got to get it in unless yeah, less you could play I great. I could play shit, and you could you, you yeah. make us win. Yeah, or we could equally both play great, win the hole. Doesn't matter. Singles, singles. What was very evident evident to me was the team cohesion between Europe compared to the United States was vastly different. Yeah. Which is why I put in foursomes first, meaning the most integral part of it being a team, you're playing the same golf ball, genius. Because it was almost like he knew that they wouldn't be able to keep up. Because we were so... The team cohesion in Team Europe was just evident to see. From the minute of them standing on the tee, they were stood arm in arm. Arms wrapped around each other, each other for the first Americans stood leaning on the drivers. Like, it was so obvious. Like, looking back on it, it was so obvious. It's a few things that I definitely were sort of probably told them to do, wasn't it? Just to give off that message, yeah. give off that vibe, give yeah. off that sort of feeling. Team, smile, team, you want to be here. Interesting, very and, interesting. And the other thing as well was, obviously it helps, it's a, it's a home rider cup. You had um, Nicholas Colsarts on the tee, getting the crowd going. That was like, that was almost like the job that he'd been given. He was there getting the thunder Mate, you, clap you, going. You know he like loves a DJ. He's Nicholas Colsarts, like known for being a DJ. Is he? Mate, he loves his dance trance music, apparently. <laughs> well, like, he, he obviously couldn't know that to work a crowd because he was getting them <laughs> absolutely going. Like, yeah, I'm sure. Like, let me search it here. But while you're searching that, I want to go on because it started for me. Obviously, we, we, we got a very, very quick start. There was blue all, all over the board, but um, Hovland's chip. Hovland's chip in on the first hole set the tone for me. It was almost like... It was almost like he was. they were saying... We'll miss a green, we'll still birdie it, kind of thing. There was all this talk about, and there's been all this talk about Hovland, Hovland's chipping for, for however long. And obviously, he's been working on it and working on it, and he won the Tour Champs this year, and he's on an absolute tear at the minute. Oh, is he? But I think for him and for, for Aubert, which we were saying wrong all last week, that was the perfect start. Aubert. That was the perfect start because he was. It, it set the tone. It set the tone for the team. John Rahm and um, Hatton were already one up as well. So straight away, it was like blue, 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 yeah, blue. Yeah, it, it set and, a different tone than it. Oh, it was just unbelievable. So just, just to go back, if you put Nicholas Colsart's music, you got stream Nicholas Colsart's music, songs, albums, and playlists for free on SoundCloud. There's numerous YouTube videos on it. He's got his Guns N' Roses, Plant... Planet Funk and Nicholas Colsart creates his own range sessions. 2022, 2020 tracks from stream Nicholas Colsart's. Here we go. There's another one here. Um, another one from Got Worldwide Golf. Nicholas Colsart shed his lights in his partying days. It's a worldwide golf. The DL. Well, there you go. Nicholas Colsart's the DJ, but he, but he was got the crowd going, and that atmosphere, that that first tee was just brilliant. 
Yeah. It was just absolutely brilliant. Um, so, obviously, as we said, 4-0 up in the foursomes. What a start. And I think, I don't know if I'm right in saying this. I may be wrong, but is that the first time that we've done that? I think it or is. If, there was this, I can't, I should have written it down. There was a stat around whether, I don't know whether it was the first time that Europe have done it or the first time that it's happened where it's been 4-0. I don't know. I think, well, I know it happened in the Solheim Cup because Europe were 4-0 well, down. 4-0 down, yeah. Um, and that's what everyone was saying. Well, don't get ahead of yeah. yourself. It happened in the Solheim uh, Cup. I think there was a stat where if they'd won the morning and afternoon, they would have been the first time to yeah. be 8-0 up. I think it might have been done before. I might be wrong. There's something along those lines. Well, going on to the afternoon, it was four balls and three matches were tied and we won one of them, meaning the score was 6.5 to 1.5. Now, I was sat there at the end of the first day thinking, well, I was not expecting this. But also, I think that Ram put on the last oh, half point. Huge. Unreal. Justin Rose put to Justin win. Justin Rose put. I mean, there was two key moments there because if they won both those matches and got the two halves from them, or won, not from them, took it from a half Sorry, to Rose, a win. He, Rose, Rose put to win to tie the match, wasn't yeah. it? And Ram won the match. The match. But if, if that went the other way yeah. around, or whatever it was, yeah. and it swung a half a point, a point the other way, yeah. did momentum. And that's what I feared about the Patrick County incident. Yeah. I feared that put would change momentum going into the final day. But equally, if it hadn't have caused the argument that it did, I think that would have. Yeah. But the argument sort of sparked it to go like... Yeah. Yeah. In the way of Europe. Because Rory, obviously, and all the guys had that sort of... There's their spur to go on and, and, and win. Yeah. And I think I think you were right in saying that Ram moment was not only important because of where it was in the match and in in the event, but who he was playing against. Yeah. Scheffler and Kepka, five-time age winner, world number one, and you've just, you've beaten him like that on the last. And that we, then led into the second day. Mate, I've got an interesting story. So before you go on, so I met, uh, I did some work with a full swing on Friday. Yes. Last week. And there's a guy called Daryl there who is the owner of Rocket Yard. Now, he used to be one of the chief fitters at TaylorMade. Right. Right, so at the point, there's a point where John Ram and, and I'm paraphrasing the story he told me, John Ram and Bryson were going to be picked by TaylorMade. And they're sort of deciding where they're going to go. And anyway, Cobra came in and, and took Bryson. But before they paid Ram all this money, when he first was TaylorMade, before he went to Callaway, they gave him a psychometric test. So the psychometric test, and I don't, again, I'm paraphrasing this, came out and basically said, he has the personality and the person that would want to take the winning put of the Ryder Cup and who will fully believe that he will make it. And he got the best score that anyone's ever seen from any athlete on a psychometric test. It's mad, that. And that's the reason we went with him. Because basically it proved that he would perform under pressure and yeah. fully backs himself. Yeah. And and it's interesting that because actually... He did. He proved he it. He did. Well, that's what but he's also Kepka came out, didn't he? And there was a conversation beforehand where Kepka was asked... Um, I'm sure if you ask everyone in the, in the dressing room, and this, this, but actually, this baffled me because he, he was asked. I'm sure if you ask everyone in the dressing room if they were there on Sunday to make the putt to win the Ryder Cup, they'd say yeah. And he was almost he was asked sort of like, but what do you think? And he said, in that moment, there'd be people in there that don't want to be there. Now you're down talking your teammates there, like again, it comes back to the whole thing, doesn't it? They are not a team. No, and they are a bunch of very good individuals. And and I think that showed in the in the way that the scoring went over the days because first two days is team golf and we absolutely annihilated them. Other than that last 
the last um, session. session, which was the only session that they won of the week, we absolutely battered them until singles, where all of a sudden, excuse me, the board was like red. And there was points where I was like... It, it Mate, never, I was panicking at one point. But it never, on the projected score, it never actually got to them getting anywhere near 14 I, points. But I, the amount yeah, of red on there, but it was like... Whew. At one point, it was only 14 and a half to Europe. And then it yeah. swung to 16 quite quick. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, McElroy and Fitzpatrick won 5-3 and three on the first day against uh, Marikara and Scheffler to, to end the first day at 6 and a half, one and a half. So then, day two, foursomes end 3-1. Make, yeah, making the score nine and a half to two and a half. And the story of this day was world number one, Scotty Scheffler Ryan. and Brooks Kepka being beaten nine and seven to Hovland and Aubert. Now, I'm not what being a way funny. to start the Ryder Cup, by the way. I'm, as in like, oh, by the way, you beat Scotty Scheffler second yeah. day and Brooks Kepka. Yeah, I'm not being funny. And I've got, I've got, there's a section here, notable performances slash stats that we're going to go on to. Ludwig Aubert, which we were pronouncing wrong all last week. Aubert. Right. He turned pro in June. He's won two competitions since then. He's won a Ryder Cup in which he contributed, I think, two and a half points. Mate, not being funny, hang it up, lad. Hang it, ain't gonna get you win a major, you completed it, mate. Hang it up, ain't getting better than this. How good can he be then? Mate, do you know what I love about him? The speed that he plays golf at. Sees a shot, hits a shot, doesn't he? Uh, mate. He's not slow. He doesn't know what slow is. He, he arguably like he's too one, quick because he'll be he'll be he'll be waiting for everybody bloody else. Yeah, maybe one, two practice swings, address <laughs> the ball, hit it. Yeah. Honestly, I can't tell you the how like good that is to watch when you compare it to flipping Brian Harmon Patrick Cantley Patrick Cantley was was bad Brian Harmon makes me despise golf watching him is awkward Brian Harmon makes me despise golf it makes me feel uncomfortable watching him so slow have you seen him the waggle counter (laughs) the twitchiness is a Joke! How he can hit a golf ball after doing that is beyond me. Yeah, it is beyond me because if I spend that time, long time over it, I'm thinking it's like he's got the yips, isn't it? That. It is. It's like Kevin, Kevin R. R. Nah, <laughs> that's what it's like. I remember that. I watched that. That was disgraceful. Horrible, <laughs> horrible. So, sorry, going back. So we had, so we had Sheffer in tears, which was not a good sign. So I think that morning killed their hopes yeah that was I it. think they came out thinking right come on we'll get blue on the board early and we'll take him down because, red on the board early, early. We'll take early because you know what the worst thing was as well first tee every single group missed the fairway every single American group missed the fairway I saw this like, even on the final day and I was skipping ahead here but Max Homer why did he hit driver there after um, we caught it in the water and then he caught it in the water followed him and hit driver oh, on 16 yeah. yeah what are you doing the only thing I'd say with that is, yeah, okay, maybe a bit of experience he'd take through with that and go short, but these guys, are, they're there for it all, aren't they? They're yeah, but... I, mean, I, I get it. I do get it, but... You're there for it all. I mean, even you've to be fair, Fleetwood... He was their best player, Max Homer. He was yeah. unbelievable all weekend. But, I mean, I looked at him and Fleetwood pulling that driver in. Yeah. What's he doing? What's he doing? Fowler just wanged it in the water. What are you doing? Fair play. Move. Exactly. Um, so... Like I said, we, we said the four balls was the only session that the US won and they won that 3-1 and then we had it. 
the the moment for me of the weekend. And I think the moment that, like you said, could have turned things in America's favour, but actually was the fire that fueled Europe. 100%. 100%. So we had Cantley's caddy, Joe LaCarva, who actually has taken an absence from Tiger Woods and he's caddying for yep. Cantley. Yep. Um, he, so let's set the scene. If you haven't watched it, where have you been, for starters? But Patrick Cantley wasn't wearing a hat. Now, it came out that he wasn't wearing a hat because apparently uh, it was a protest about being paid to play in the Ryder Cup. And also about um, par- players' participation agreement, yep. about um, the fact of Netflix not being allowed in. Yep. And also, apparently the pay side of it came out because Kepka had a Ryder Cup clause in his live contract, which meant he got three or four million dollars for playing in the Ryder Cup from Live because he's representing Live there. So that was the that was the talk. They've obviously since come out and poo-pooed that, said that's not the case, said that the hat doesn't fit his head, which I'm sorry, Patrick. Hey. It's an adjustable hat. I'm Let me tell that. you, it's like the sorting that in, t- in Harry Potter that fits in any of that thing. But the point that I made is, do you know who his hat sponsor is? Yeah, Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. He's not wearing a hat because it's not Goldman Sachs, isn't it? <laughs> Goldman Sachs have got, they've got a bit of money behind them, haven't they? So. I mean, there's a few things. That I'll, I'll just go on that. I think there's a few things on this. Is the fact that I get it from a commercial point of view because somebody is making a lot of money there that week. Yeah. The PJ Tour and the European Tour yeah. are making a lot of money that week. So arguably they're working for free, but they get a pro bono, don't they? Mm. That they have to donate. Yeah, and then but then they also get money into the pension. Yeah, but everyone does. The tour does. Tour every tour player. Yeah, but so arguably twelve guys pay a lot towards the. Four hundred others. Yeah, but that's what, but these guys ain't struggling. This, no, 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 this no, no, no. Issue, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And what I'm saying is that that's it, 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 that, that's one of the facts. Yeah, and I can see it from both points of view. Is well, okay, well they're earning a lot of money. Well they don't need it, but also it's like, well, hang on, you're using us as a cash cow here. Why can't? Why aren't we getting it? Yeah, and it, this is the thing. It was. It was. It was all this issue going on around this. And then the European fans started waving the hats around. And then all of a sudden, they he makes this put on the last, doesn't he? Fair dues to them. Fair Good play. bit of banter. Yeah, they, hats come off. Yeah. Get it. 100%. I'm all there for that. You've been getting it all day. Give it back. Give it back. Love 100%. It. Not, not a problem. The issue came when Joe LaCarver started waving his hat in Rory McIlroy's face. And Rory asked him to stop. And Rory asked him to stop, move away. And he went back again and had a go at him. Now, Rory started a putt to tie, to tie the match, didn't he? And subsequently missed that putt. Rory then sees red, boots off in the car park. But, but he missed it. So Justin Rose and Shane Lowry had boot off on the edge of the 18th green because yep. they saw it. Luke Donald says he saw it. And it's the whole thing is just not gamesmanship. The whole thing is a load of shit. The fact that you go and do that, it just isn't cricket. I mean, I mean, it doesn't do La Carver any favours is what I would say. No. And then... You see the bit in the car park that was actually with Bones, who guy used to carry for Roy McElroy. Um, he he got the brunt of it because he's the first person Rory, Rory saw, saw afterwards, yeah. um, and then obviously Shane Lowry to the rescue. Yeah, Pat Fitzpatrick stood there. Like, what is going on? But that's what I think was the fire that, that it's, it's definitely the fire that fueled the month. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so I'm all here for I'm for all that. Paul McGinley was all for it as well. It's show, I'm all for it. Shows how much he care. Shows how much he care. Give him a crack. Yeah. Do you know what? Settle it. If it's ever a draw, boxing match. Boxing match. 
So, day three, the 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 grudge. Well, not the grudge, the decider, the deciding day. It did become a bit of a grudge day because, yes, we had the conversation that Joe Carver and Roy had had a text and all that, but it was still there, wasn't it? I got a question for you. Go on. Are the pairings randomised? As in? Yes. Do the TV decide who plays who? No. I think there's captains pick them and it's just... (laughs) So how did number one and number two end up playing against each other? What, Rahman Sheffler? Yeah. Well, it's not number one. He's number three at the minute. Okay, but what I mean is... Because like... he's just put his best players out first. Sheff- he's put Sheffler out first because he thinks he's the best best chance of getting a point. Rahman's been solid all week and he didn't play and he didn't play the four balls. Get him out. Or he didn't play the four... No, he didn't play the four balls. I think just coincidence. Yeah. Because then... Because if it was... If it was... If they knew what was going on, Eberg and Kepka, you'd argue that was a mismatch as it sort of turned out to be. So if if the captains were like, well, you play him against yeah, him. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Okay, fair enough. I was just, just thinking in my head, I was like, mm, is that, mm, yeah. I don't know. So that first match was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the To go all the way to the end like it did, it, it went back and forth. Um, Ram made a couple of, um, a couple, won a couple of holes, Sheffield won them back. To tie like it did was, was a brilliant, brilliant Great way spectacle. to finish as well. Yeah. Um, and I think she- it was a bit of a statement from Scheffler as well. Um, but <laughs> Hovland again. That guy's a joke. How good is he, mate? He beat Morikawa four and three. Morikawa looked ropey as well. I yeah, mate. Obviously, he had players look, not wearing hats as well. He certainly made him look ropey. Yeah, big time. And then, well, we can go through everything, but what it comes down to is who, who I think is the new Mister Ryder Cup. Obviously, Rory won four points out of five. Um. But Mr. Ryder Cup steps up. Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. That so, drive on 16. That should be hung in the Louvre. Mate, unreal. Fowler's wound it in the water. He stands there with driver on and sticks it on the green. You know, I think, uh, obviously, Roy, Roy McIlroy, great performance, like you say. Tommy Fleetwood, great performance. But people that surprised me, Justin Rose, fair play. Yeah, he puts that he unbelievable. Held. Him, Bobby Mack, surprised me. Yeah. Played really well. Yeah. Bit nervy on the first day, but after the first day, very, very Solid. good. Solid. Beat the US Open champ. And it was a bit sad that really because obviously it was all done and he sort of came in behind and it yeah and Wyndham Clark yeah. was sort of near but it was that that sixteenth hole was just unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. All week it was unbelievable, but uh, for Fleetwood to play that shot that he did and then the put, like the put up and obviously Fowler then conceded it. That moment was just mega. People were saying like, why did they concede it? Well. He's not going to two put from there, is no. he? Not three put from there. So no. He's going to win the hole. He's got two for it. Definitely. So let's go through some notable performances. Far away. I want to mention Ludwig Aubert because. Oh, and you're loving saying that, aren't you? Yeah. You got it nailed. Like Ubert. I said before, turned pro in June. Now has a Ryder Cup to his name, scoring two points in the process. Unbelievable. Mm. Hovland. From the moment he teed, the, teed it up, he didn't like he was going to get beat. Did he win all the points? No. So he didn't. He didn't win. I've not got it written down. I think he got three points, I think. But he was just unbelievable throughout. Strong, yeah. Or three, three and a half points. Rory played all five rounds. You owe me a coffee. Claimed four points for Team Europe. I happily buy you one, mate. I happily buy you one. <laughs> and that's his best performance at Ryder Cup. Mm. Especially after the poor performance the week before. Sepp Stracker. He becomes the first Austrian to win a point and also the first Austrian to win the Ryder Cup. Unbelievable. Great partnership with Shane Lowry. 
Hovland and Aubert nine and seven win was the largest margin of victory in a Ryder Cup foursomes ever. Unbelievable. Scheffler becomes the first world number one player since ranking began in 1986 to not win a single match in a Ryder Cup. Mic drop. Absolute demolition job. We tore them to shreds. I know it looked really? close on the final day. Mate, we tore them a new one. You know what I they think? They had really no team. We were, we were a team from the start. Luke Donald got it absolutely spot on. Zach Johnson was like a deer in the headlights. I think the... The way that we stood arm in arm on the tee box set the tone. The the crowd were unbelievable. They were the thirteenth man, and the the team cohesion, them getting the crowd up, everything was spot on. Okay, I I, I can't disagree with anything you said. The one thing I'd say is Matt Fitzpatrick played well with Rory, but he just didn't seem to be able to. Sure, on the singles, didn't yeah. he? But it was, I'm glad that he got the points that he got though. Because yeah. he obviously struggled last time, didn't have yeah. a point at all. So he looks he's such a good player. I just don't know what it is. It's a Ryder Cup. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. But what what a week for golf. Yeah, absolutely mega. And we could go on and talk about it for hours and hours and hours. But I haven't got hours, unfortunately. I'm tired now. It's getting late. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long so day. this on Tuesday. We all started work early, and it is. Coming up to 20 to 10. Yes, yes. It's time for bed, everybody. Now, just a reminder, the guys, that this podcast is brought to you by Scottsdale Golf. You can get same-day custom fitting. If you go to www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk, we highly recommend them. Um, I'm looking forward to my fitting, which we will be showing a lot of, um, and um, we've got some exciting stuff in the pipeline. Guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to pass the pod, and we'll see you this time next week on the podcast. See you next week. <laughs>